They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. This is They're Coming to Get You. I'm one of your hosts, Brent Trahune, joined by... Gavin Eddings. Brent, what's your favorite scary movie? Why the... Before we turn the mics on, I just uh, I mentioned, hey, don't have the mic too hot because it'll sound like <laughs> shit. And then I yelled into my mic and saw it on my end that I was way too hot. So. Immediately scream into the microphone, overmodulate everything. Just we yeah. people have turned this off already. That makes for so, great audio. Yeah. So good. Just love screaming 20 year old beer <laughs> references into an expensive microphone. But Brent, today, this was a request by you. You specifically said yep. for season two, you wanted to do a double feature for an episode. This is our first time ever covering two movies mm-hmm. on the same podcast. We did Halloween Kills and Halloween 2018, separate podcast. You're mm-hmm. getting two podcast episodes in one in this one that's because wanted... i yeah uh well uh, because i don't think they warrant a separate uh <laughs> episode i th- i i like these movies you've already read the title we're talking about scary movie one and two yes the ones directed by the wayans brothers released in 2000 and 2001 respectively and this really was a phenomenon oh, in definitely. the year 2000 it was everywhere it was like it. This is Michelle Branch at you're everywhere to me, <laughs> which is probably about the same year that that came out. I don't know. What a solid Michelle Branch <laughs> reference that is. And it, it was very natural. You work that in so easily. You are. That's why you are so talented. Hey, that's why, why I, I look, make the no bucks for this podcast. Yeah, baby. yeah that's why I look up to you, my man. No <laughs> Michelle Branch references. But these movies were everywhere in the early 2000s. Yeah, dude. And you cannot, unless you were there, because I was looking at the box office, I was like, I know it did well. I know it was good. And then I looked at the box office. Scary Movie 1 had a budget of $19 million, went on to gross worldwide $278 million. Those are big numbers. People could not get enough of these early 2000s slasher movie parodies. Mm -hmm. And watching these for the first time in probably 15 years. What did, well, first off, why, why did you want to cover Scary Movie 1 and 2 on this podcast? I, it's a, I guess it's a testament to how big Scream is and to a lesser extent. I know what you did last up. That whole genre, the Kevin Williams style of, of horror uh, was really like a, it was a movement. Yeah, Scream was a reboot to all, all of horror, you know? And then people started kind of remaking Scream with their own movies and then I, you know, I've heard that kind of a, uh, a not a genre, but a fad is over once it starts to get parodied. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, and th- th- this was like th- these movies came out in 2000, 2001, really hit that Brent Trahune sweet spot of everybody was talking about it. We we're all quoting these movies. Uh, and it was like maybe like an HBO replay constantly or whatever movie channel so this was just kind of a movie that i grew up on both of these so i remember in 2000 when these came out i was not allowed to see them in the theater Mm -hmm. because they were very hard r and 
people were letting them know like, hey, it looks funny on TV, but these are hard R rated movies. Yeah. And I had a, I, I knew a kid who was younger than me who, whose dad took him to see it. He's like, yeah, man, it's real bad. And I was like, you are like three years younger than me. And I'm like 12 at the th- 13 mm-hmm. at this point. So he took his 10 year old to go see a scary movie. So it was the coolest 10 year old I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. But they were very, very, this is a raunchy movie. And even watching it now, 15 years later, and we'll, I, and we'll get into the ways that these are incredibly problematic yeah. <laughs> watching it in 2022. And I, I don't want to be that guy that just like critiques it because at the time, at the time, this was all perfectly fair game, perfectly acceptable to, to parody. But when you watch it, you're like, how, how the fuck did we do this? How, yeah. how was this? How did this make almost $300 million? Because <laughs> it would not today. And you, you, you know, you remember like a movie would come on, but before the movie would come on, you'd get the, it's had the R rating and to give the breakdown of why the R rating. And there's that, that N Gavin, you know what I'm talking about? And N stands for what? That nudity. Yeah. Uh, it stands for needs them titties. <laughs> so uh, anytime that that's how I knew a movie was worth watching or at least having on mute when there was uh, nudity. And I I saw, you know, watch these back to back last night and I saw that in and I was like, okay, um, I was already going to watch these. But then it turns out it's pretty much all male nudity. It's just straight up dick. It's just nothing but the dick and balls (laughs) as far as the end. There's no boobs in this. It's just. It's yeah. just schlongs. That's all it is. A lot, a lot of balls. A lot of which, you know, the, uh, for a genre that's mostly boobs, it's about yeah. time we got some dicks. You know, this yeah, not so, for me, but you know, yeah, I'm sure there's somebody what? out there. Somebody out there can appreci- uh, appreciate some danglings. Yeah, so. a little hang down. You know, well, yeah, little 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 truck nuts on a person. You know how <laughs> it goes. And I, I also will say that, you know, this season we talked about stuff that's horror or horror adjacent. We did uh, the Munsters. Yeah. Um, Goosebumps. Uh, Goosebumps. That's that's definitely more horror than the Munsters. But <laughs> these, these are like th- this is straight comedy about horror. These aren't and at the end. We'll, we'll do our recommendations, but these aren't even like any kind of there's no horror to them. And I get that this is a horror movie podcast, but I also think th- these movies are such a movement and, and like they're parroting the stuff that we're talking about on this show that, you know, the seasons. So I think it, it was important to, to talk about these. Yeah. And, I, and I, I agree. And we're covering the first two. There are five scary movies. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize there were five. I think I saw the first three. I may have mm-hmm. seen like parts of four with like Shaq and Dr. Phil cutting their feet off or saw. Yeah. And then I never saw five, but apparently five is by far like the worst one as far as like Rotten Tomato scores. And I think it had like a seven. Or something. I think it's I think it went from the the Wayans brothers doing the first two. But then also, I think they went to a PG-13 rating. They did. Yeah, they did soften the rating and they went to a, a new creative team as well. And there are good PG-13 movies. But once you've given me dong after dong after dong in the first two a dongless movie, I assume. I don't remember these <laughs> other ones. You need a little dong in your life, you know? <laughs> yeah. Once you're at that PG-13, you got to go dongless. You can only imply the dong, maybe yeah. show a shadow of a dong, mm-hmm. perhaps, but you can't hang full brain. You can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> shadow of the dong sounds like some kind of good movie, <laughs> like like a kung fu movie or... 
shadow of a dong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'd watch that. I would. I would too. Let's go ahead and let's talk first about uh, Scary Movie 1. After watching this for, I assume for the first time in many years like I did, how do you feel it it holds up as a movie? Uh, Still funny. Really? I I still, because I was going to ask you, but I before we turn the mics on but i was like this is a save it for the podcast yeah question but i i this movie was still funny to me but it could be that nostalgia factor me watching it and knowing the gags and stuff but to me i i laughed several times during this movie the first one so there are still many parts of this movie that i find genuinely clever Mm -hmm. and i did laugh at I, I laugh at the, the black people news network being like, why people to, get, yeah. get killed? We're getting the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's like, that's funny. And a uh, white girl in trouble calling the police. I think that's really funny. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of it that, again, I try to turn my 2022 super woke good person brain off and mm-hmm. be like, this is OK. But it's like, God damn, it is hard. <laughs> it's a little hard in, in, in one part particularly, which I'm sure you you could guess, and the character of Doofy existing. Yeah. It's just like, oh, shit. Okay, so we're doing this for... To borrow for- a phrase from Tropic Thunder, and, you know, this is... The, you know the phrase I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it, looking back, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's just... That yeah. was a whole character was uh, at first you don't, you don't know that he's faking being mentally handicapped. Yeah. But then at the end, he's definitely faking it. And it, back in, you know, back in the day, that was just a whole character. Yeah. That was just, Oh, they, they have a mental, they, they have mental disabilities. Yeah. And now, okay. The, so, so that's the character. Yeah. And then there's also a very, very, the, the, the most transphobic thing I've seen in a movie in uh in ever i think i I think this is man mrs man was holy shit and i I was i was gonna ask you because is that the character is a i'm gonna ask you the question it's a man that is dressed as a woman but it was was it a trans character or was the guy dressed as a woman to then see the female students I think it was supposed to be a trans character. Yeah. And that's why. And the whole joke is, oh, it's a woman, but they're still a man. Look at their balls. Mm -hmm. So so that's that's the whole joke is this man is this woman has balls. Yeah. So it is. I'm that's the that's the part that made me kind of back again. I don't want to be preaching the choir. It's a 22 year old movie. It yeah. wasn't made today. It was a different time back then. Should it have ever been that that time? Probably not. But it was a different time. Let but me, see, but let me ask you: Is that a transphobic character? I think that this so, person has is a a trans man or a woman. I don't know what the phrase would be, but like it, the the person has balls. That's the joke. But they weren't like the butt of the joke, right? They were. They, yeah. they they were because the whole joke was this woman has balls. Now there are there are there are there are pretty plenty of pre-op uh, transgendered women who still mm-hmm. have testicles, but because the point of the character was that LOL they've got balls and that was mm-hmm. the whole crux of it. It is very transphobic. Okay. So that's so that's why if if it hadn't been like 
the core of the joke and that's what we're laughing mm-hmm. at it may not have been but because that's what their purpose was mm-hmm. then yeah it is pretty transphobic but then also in my head i'm like think to a movie that's 22 years old that would even feature a trans character oh yeah i guess but like i'm, I'm, saying-, I'm saying like in, in the grand scheme of things, should you have probably made the jokes? Probably not. But then also, what other movies were featuring that yeah, kind of character? And you're right. I think going be like, this is actually very progressive for the trans movement. <laughs> this, is actually, <laughs> this is actually a very good thing they're saying about it. Is It's definitely a way you could go. Yeah. But I think, yeah. I Honestly, though, I do think I did laugh at many parts of this movie. But for me... I don't think these movies are going to find a new audience outside of anybody who was around in the year 2000. Yeah. I, I don't know that anybody sees it with fresh eyes that finds it to be a hit, but uh, yeah, there were, and they're both with both movies. There were certain jokes where I found to be, man, that is such a timely reference that a year after it's out, it's done. You know, there were there were certain references that as I was going through the like, IMDb, they're like, this was a reference to that. I was like, it it, it was it was. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. not even and most of them didn't even have to do with horror or movies in general. It was like in, in a scary movie, too. It was like uh, Andy Richter's character was like, and he got that awful bitch. Jerry voted off Survivor or whatever. <laughs> it was like, clearly, that's that's a I don't. I would I would not have made that joke because man it ages so quick. Give and me I, an evergreen type joke. I mean, you know? you've got to be referencing when you're referencing Jerry from Survivor, that's gonna be like season two or three Survivor. And yeah. now they're in at least 39, I don't know. 39, 40, somewhere around there. Uh what what, what aged it for me is and I guess we'll, we'll go through the plots of these movies and kind of go bit by bit. It's hard because it's a comedy and it's a parody to kind of be like. Do we need a, like a full synopsis or just our favorite parts? Well, let, let's look at the first one is uh, b- the big parodies are Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer. Those are kind of the the crux of the movie. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, I think the first one has a plot, but not. Where it's just <laughs> like, let's facilitate these scenes. But we have uh, Anna Ferris, who, uh, man, what a great, I think she's a great comedic actor. Yeah, she's very funny. And this was like her first big role. Yeah. And what she was known for for a while because she had Scary Movie 1 and 2, wasn't in 3, and kind of went away for a little bit. Like, we watched the horror movie uh, May, and she's in that. And that's like a super low-budget horror movie from like 2003. And then Anna Ferris kind of came back in like, she had bit parts or, or kind of leading parts in like Waiting. She is in, in like, 3, by the way. Just so Is she know. in 3? Yeah. Okay, well she's I'm in wrong. the house bunny. I knew she's in the house bunny. She she's in waiting, and then um, the a movie called um or a, I guess it was a show called Mom. Um, she was on Mom for for a long time. What's your number? Um, I don't know all these movies. Overboard, but like what like a a great comedic actress. Yeah, and I definitely think of, I definitely associate her with scary movie. Yeah, like for sure. that, that that that's a series I think. But she was kind of discovered for this, and she does a really good job playing Cindy, which is a play mm-hmm. on Sydney Prescott. And as far as parodies go, it does a really good job, like spoofing the source material. There's mm-hmm. some really creative stuff. I really like the opening scene of the first one where it parodies the uh, 
Casey Becker death of Drew Barrymore and yeah. Scream One with uh, Carmen Electra, mm-hmm. which that that right there can tell tell you what time period we are setting these in when Carmen yeah. Electra is like, okay. What what was uh and I had this thought last night and I've I've had it over the years. I don't what was Carmen Electra famous for? And I'm not I'm not trying to shit on her. I just don't know why I know her. Okay, Carmen Electra was famous for being a Playboy playmate. She okay. was in Playboy. So in the beginning when she's like looking at the the porn mag or whatever, yeah. it is a Playboy that she was in. I know her from she dated Dennis Rodman for a while. Yeah. And they they like both wore dresses. Dave and then I Navarro. Yeah, I was going to say Dave Navarro from Ink Master and mm-hmm. Jane's Addiction. But I know that he was in Jane's Addiction as, as a guitar player, but we know him from Ink Master on Spike TV. Like, that's <laughs> how we know Dave Navarro. But Carmen Electra was basically just like a famous hot person. Uh, this says Baywatch, too. So I imagine that was her start. OK, but also famous hot person. <laughs> yeah, like one of those where it's like, oh, I know this lady. Cause, yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of like Jenny McCarthy, where she was on Singled Out and... Mm-hmm. But she was like a playmate and also hot and married to Jim Carrey for a while. Well, funny you mentioned that The in my notes. Uh, it was uh, the people that were up for uh, the I get what Casey Becker, Carbon Electra's role. Yes. Were uh, Jenny McCarthy and uh, Melissa Joan Hart auditioned to play that character. But Carmen Electra got it. Yeah. Uh, Jenny McCarthy actually turned down Scary Movie to be in Scream 3 instead. Okay. So, what, so doing, what would you have done? Go go for scary movie or Scream Three? Uh, in hindsight. In, in hindsight, yeah. Do you now? Is Jenny McCarthy? Would she have been on a Ferris's character? Is that what you're I, saying? I think I, I think she would have been Carmen Electra's character. Okay. So I think you still do Scream Three because it's probably a higher payday for you. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to, but then again, in hindsight, like 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 you said. It's like, do you want to be in Scary Movie, which is beloved, or in Scream 3, which is the most disliked of the series? Of that most. franchise, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I think don't it's know. 50-50 on either one. Yeah, either way, you're going to get, you're either going to be killed in the first five minutes, or you're in the most disliked movie of a franchise. Mm-hmm. So well, that, that opening sequence uh, to Scary Movie 1, of course, a parody to Scream, uh, had some funny segments of like, a carbon electra they've got the the weapons lined out of like a banana yeah and a gun and a knife and a grenade i think it's of course she chooses the banana which is just like there's a, these types of comedies these big parodies like an airplane um not another teen movie always comes to mind to mm-hmm. me like they always have those gags it's like you, like there's a gag every 30 seconds with these movies. So it's not, you don't really get too deep into these parody type movies, but it's like, if you didn't like that joke, there's another one coming here in 30 seconds. Uh, my favorite joke from the opening sequence, which is really, really dumb. I love the Jiffy pop getting bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> yeah. and bigger for no reason, yeah. because that's just a funny gag. And it does parody what happens in that opening scene from Scream, mm-hmm. where she's like cooking the popcorn and they keep cutting back to it. Yeah, so, and it's that was big, funny. quick, you know. It's like that scene in, it, it reminds me of that scene in the first uh, Super Troopers where mm-hmm. he's like, sir, can you please put down that comically large cotton candy? Like, <laughs> I yeah. just love big food jokes, I guess. that's I'm a simple man. I see big food, I laugh. <laughs> um, and they're like, uh, Prince is tied up 
on the back porch and <laughs> which is which is such a reference for like because he's still like wearing the symbol he's not print again yet yeah yeah uh yeah i i thought it was you know and then of course the dad's getting roadhead there's a lot of roadhead in this first one for sure yeah they they love the roadhead gag yeah where and i like a little roadhead gag too well, no hey, who, no i'm that, talking about <laughs> roadhead and gag that's kind of an ox that's a i don't know an oxymoron no uh, i don't know it's redundant there you long, go as long as i get my nut i don't care <laughs> what it is you know because we're here on they're coming to get you or gavin we're always trying to nut and run nut and run <laughs> or in this case nut and drive baby <laughs> <laughs> um uh, that I do remember wanting to see this movie, Scary Movie One, and I think my mom pretty much was a you know I I got good grades, I was a good kid, so it was like yeah you could do whatever you want, but I I think I remember her cutting this movie off, the second Roadhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a weird that's such a weird standard. Be like one Roadhead we okay yeah two yeah. roadheads this is garbage this well, is it's like if, if you're gonna have two roadheads within the first 20 minutes what the what's the rest of this movie look like <laughs> they're blowing the roadhead way too fast yeah yeah you also have that scene of carmen electra getting her clothes ripped off and running through the sprinklers and looking mm -hmm. hot and then having her implant stabbed out which which is a really funny gag yeah so it's a really good opening sequence it's really and i, I did laugh a lot during the opening sequence mm -hmm. Uh, and then what do we cut to? Uh, then it's kind of it turns into the the teen uh, drama comedy type deal. We have Sherry O'Terry uh, playing the Gail Weathers character. Gail Hailstorm. Yeah. Just talking about how everybody's been killed, everybody. And then that's when you have the gag with like all the news stations trying to do it in the in the black people news, which is just mm -hmm. so funny. I love that gag. Uh, and And she's also like not far from the Gail Weathers character of like, move your tub of lard ass. Yeah. And she shoots somebody as well for, for like yeah, being in the two students have been killed. <laughs> Sherry O'Terry is, I, I always find her very funny in the things that she does. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and later in the, in the movie, she's at uh, whatever make out point or whatever. And uh, the killer shows up and then we get a parody of um, the Blair witch project with her nose just leaking. Yeah, and I remember because I I watched it two nights ago and I was checking out the poster for a scary movie and there is like the Blair Witch symbol in the poster uh, mm -hmm. on the A for scary. And I'd forgotten until you mentioned, I was like, oh yeah, they did do the scary movie or the Blair Witch parody with her like nose running and us, yeah. having, covered, us having covered the Blair Witch Project in one of my favorite episodes we've done on the podcast. I was like, oh that, yeah, that, that, that is very funny. I like that. Yeah, and it's there's a uh, there's a whole list uh, of movies they they parody because I was gonna make a list, but then they just had one uh, here on uh, on Wikipedia that had I I know what you did last summer with the them hitting the guy. I do love the gag when they're uh, they're sitting on the fountain, then they flash back to when they ran ran the guy over, and the yeah. guy just keeps getting up, and he's yeah. like, "No, no trouble, don't worry about it." And they're like, we got to bury this guy. We got to throw him in the water. He's like, nah, don't, I'm, I'm good. Like, like nobody's paying attention to this guy after he's run over. Like, I think that's a good gag, you know? I'm okay, guys. All right. I'll see you yeah. later. I'll see you. I got to call the cops. No worries. No trouble. No. Look. So, so Stephanie watched it with me as well. And she had never seen it. Okay. So she was watching it fresh mm -hmm. in 2022. 
So anything that I could put aside, she's like, oh, dear God, what? But she did laugh when he goes, oh, my God, we hit a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's such some of these gags are just so dumb. And the guy asking, where's the foot? Where's the foot? (laughs) That that typical jock guy. uh, And I don't remember his name, but he went on to be in uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. And he's like ripped in this. I was like, holy what? Yeah, he plays an asshole perfectly. I hated him. He's also the dad. He was he was a dad on Riverdale as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got the Scream, the main parody as well. Uh, Scream Two. Uh, another one of my favorite moments is when uh, I can't remember the the girl's name now, but they're both in the theater, and she's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't go in." Like the, yeah. the stereotypical. Uh, black lady that's loud in the theater and mm-hmm. then the whole theater just turns on her and then she gives that Jada Pinkett Smith uh, scream in front of the in front of the screen but I just thought it was like you slowly see the audience just turn on her and everybody starts stabbing her and like yeah. old lady and they start yeah everybody just enjoys watching the movie yeah that's Regina Hall Okay, so yeah, yeah. She's she's gone on to do like a bunch of stuff. So she's had a pretty good good career. But I always forgot that like they parody Scream One and Two in this because I always thought that the penis in the ear scene was in <laughs> Scary Movie Two for some reason, but it's actually parodying Scream Two, which mm-hmm. is parodied in this movie. And it's like a, a thing about a good parody. You really have to know your shit. Yes. It's hard to parody something when you don't know anything about it. Yeah, and I thought that this did a really good job parodying. Like I said, the the jokes always did not land for me. A lot of it was a little a little dated at times, and be like, "Eh, this is just kind of meh, a little meh to me." Yeah, but I did laugh enough. Uh, the one character that I did get very very tired of, and this isn't because of like what it was re- representing, but Sean Wayans mm-hmm. as as the gay character. I'm like Ray. we I'm like we get it, okay. And I thought it was funny when he had like had Regina Hall put on like all, all the football stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I love you, Brandon. And Brandon, like, yeah. <laughs> but that was funny. But it's like, all right, they're really hammering this home that he is secretly gay. I, uh, they really, they, there was every scene he was in had a gay joke. And I thought all of them were great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like it was so like, uh, there's a moment in this movie and then in the next movie where like he'll threaten to fight somebody and he tells Regina Hall to get my Vaseline. <laughs> I did hear that. He's like, I'm taking my rings out. I'm taking my rings out. Get my Vaseline. <laughs> like they're all just gay jokes, but that's it's not like the obvious gay. There are the obvious gay jokes, but then like if you pay attention, there are more gay jokes to it. I did. I mean, I did laugh at the, the scene where <laughs> when they're in the, I know you did that summer parody. And he's like, oh, I love what you're doing, baby. I love it. You get, you get, get your finger in my ass. And he's just like, I don't. He's like, oh, sorry, man. I, I, I didn't mean to do that. Right. And there's like, yeah. and then there's that popping noise. And I was like, <laughs> they added a, a little a pop to his <laughs> yeah. sound effect. So it's funny. It's not the most tasteful humor, but it no, it, it is. I did laugh at, at this first one. Um, but there's like about said, three fart jokes in this movie, which fart jokes anymore you don't really see too many of i don't think you know no you don't really see it you definitely can't base an entire movie around fart jokes like scary movie does at times yeah and just like the character of doofy and being like i shoot my pants and like doing that like oh my god this is just did you make poopy son did you make yeah 
yeah, yeah and like, you're like oh no i do love the the just him like his thing is he sticks his dick in the vacuum cleaner <laughs> that could just be any character's type of thing but to have a whole character in hindsight I, like i thought this before i rewatched it but i was like man this care this character is just one dimensional but it's not like one dimensional like ray the gay character mm-hmm. it's a, like at least like I, I don't know. There's a difference between gay Ray and Doofy. Do you know what, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Doofy still does like convention appearances and stuff. His name's Dave Sheridan. Yeah. He's actually doing a local film here in my area of Evansville uh, for somebody I know. And he like plays it up as like Doofy at conventions. He's like, I don't know, man, like you can play the character, but I don't know if I'd be playing the character at conventions in this yeah. year of our Lord 2022. Yeah, but but you do what you got to do, I guess. Whatever, man. Uh, we've got the sixth sense when a uh, character, uh, character, ooh, the character of Shorty. <laughs> uh, I, I'm on what Shorty's been having, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, son. <laughs> and I also uh, do like uh, when you watch these back to back. Pretty much everybody in this movie dies, and then is just back for the second one, and nobody ever mentions that they died or whatever. Because it does not matter at all. No, it's a comedy first off, you know, but then how many times does Michael Myers come back? And you're like, well, he was on fire. There's yeah. no coming back. You know, uh, we've got uh, the the Halloween uh, reference when Ghostface is outside the window and uh, Cindy is in the classroom. Uh, we got the shining. Uh, the killer says red rum. When then we then we have some non like horror ones with the Matrix. Yeah, like and the, the fight scene when she's leaning back or whatever, the bullet time and things like that. I really like the lead up to that scene where she's like, "You bet you can't find me," and she's like, "I can <laughs> see your feet." Like those are funny gags. And like, don't, don't look, don't look. Are <laughs> yeah. you hiding in the curtain? And yeah, there's a lot of non references in there, like the Budweiser commercial. I don't know if people really know what's that, <laughs> like how. If you were not around in the year 1999 to 2002, you do not know how much was up was everywhere. Yeah. Like people just screamed it at each other, just, just screaming at people on the street. Like it mm-hmm. was huge. And actually, um, so there's a video game I play called Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's a pretty pop popular game. Ghost faces in the game. And one of the rewards for this current season they're doing is the was up ghost face mask. <laughs> so is it the tongue out? It's the tongue out. So I've been grinding, playing this uh, this season of the game, trying to get that because it takes mm-hmm. like a, a lot of time to get it. But I'm like, I need this was up ghost face mask because it's just it's so dumb. And it's such a cool cosmetic that they put into a game that they did not have to put in there. Well, and like one of the funny things about the ghost face smoking weed throughout the movie is he gets more and more that that fucked up face like he's yeah he's he's got the smile or he's got the tongue out and his eyes are more high like that's something like you never see in a horror movie when the mask will change mm-hmm. but then as parody the mask does change yes um i do love the character of bobby just trying to have sex with cindy the whole time yeah and just the you've got <laughs> I remember there were a few things I remember from watching this that that weren't like the big moments like the was up. I remember distinctly watching this for the first time and her being like, 
how about a little PG 13 and her lifting her shirt. And it's just like <laughs> some floppy man titties. Like Ira. And you said there were no titties in this. There was some fine. No, I hairy, was wrong. Yeah. Some yeah. Hairy titties. I remember that. And just, <laughs> the, just the slopping noises. That it makes. <laughs> like it's funny. And the whole electrical cage around her underwear and like yeah. bats flying out. Like, it's funny. It's not, like I said, it's not the most smart humor and just the scene where, her bush comes out and there's just He's like gotta take that, that the hedge the trimmer. yeah it's so dumb but it it, it is it, it is funny uh but i i i have another point on that but i also do want to point out that you and i are both wrestling fans yes and the dudley boys i was gonna bring that up but i didn't know if it, it, it was gonna be too specific but yeah the dudley boys would go about like, yeah they do a move that features that and they've wrestled in the past I don't know, three years and the audience almost demands that they do the was that move. But it's also it's we're so far removed from that commercial being anything that it might as well be something that the Dudley boys just do on their own. Yeah, because when they came back, I think in 2016 or 2017, they're like, oh, they're still doing the was up spot. (laughs) (laughs) They're still doing that. That commercial hasn't aired forever. If you've never seen if you're listening to this and you're this far into the episode and you don't know what we're talking about. Just Google like was up Bud Bud Light commercial and you'll yeah and you'll get it and then just imagine that was everywhere you went for three yeah. years. <laughs> uh, also, I do want to point out that uh, that in that sex scene between was it Bobby and Cindy? Yes, um, two characters from uh, the Brady Bunch, by the way, but uh, which has nothing to do with anything. It's just something that I noticed. It's just uh, your fanfic that you've written and told me about so many times. That's right. Just please make the script with me. Uh, <laughs> the, the end of that is when she's going, she's like, yeah, you like that bitch? And she gets ejaculated onto the ceiling. Yeah, just the uh, uh, just a geyser of splooge. And then in Scary Movie 2, she's given the handy to Buddy and what happens? She gets ejaculated onto the door. <laughs> Got another geyser of splooge. I just it's a it's a great running gag of her just getting blasted to whatever part of the room. It's so weird they couldn't put that in the PG-13 ones. It's yeah, that's so, crazy. That's uh, so weird that that got cut. Um, we, we probably should move on to scary movie two. Uh any any other thoughts on scary movie one? Um, watching scary movie one and seeing the ending and it, I had not seen the usual suspects when I first watched this. Yeah. So the big reveal of Doofy being the killer. Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Doing the Kaiser Soze. That was really good. And I did like Bobby and Ray being the killer. I'm like, but wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote a note of that where he's like dripping spit out of his mouth. (laughs) But wait. And then just being like, like, go and stab me. He's like, no, man, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. So (laughs) the Wayans brothers was a good show. (laughs) (laughs) So I did like that. And yeah, the the, the Kaiser Soze of Doofy was Mm -hmm. a good ending. Scary movie one. It's like it's problematic and it should not be viewed by anyone with a fresh eye in 2022. <laughs> These references are very specific to a very uh, to a place in time. But honestly, I did laugh a lot at it. Yeah, uh, but it's nothing I need to watch again anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, the Another gag that I love is the uh, the cop showing pictures of himself <laughs> to people and it's just him like posing. <laughs> Just need you to look at these real fast. Just like in a speedo. Mm-hmm. Do you like again? These? Has 
like that's just a joke that's not really appropriate of anything it's just kind of a joke like it's just it's just a dumb joke and he's like can you look at this one again mm-hmm. yeah okay okay uh any thoughts on scary movie one uh scary movie one uh i liked it enough i liked yeah. it enough and it is definitely a time capsule of the year 2000 and maybe a movie that uh, we haven't talked about this maybe we should cover later but uh at least uh i know what you did last summer maybe oh I don't that'd know. be a good one mm, good idea good idea uh, right. scary movie two scary movie two released one year after scary movies uh scary movie one the the studio rushed this out because nine like, months we, we would like 300 more million dollars, please. <laughs> and while Scary Movie 1 was a parody of slashers, this was more a parody of ghost movies. Uh, supernatural yeah. Things, The Exorcist, uh, What Lies Beneath, which is a very specific movie to reference. Yeah. Well, I have a big list. Uh, uh, the Haunting, Stigmata. I don't even know where the references to that. The Exorcist, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Amityville Horror, Poltergeist, Legend of Hell House, House on Haunted Hill, The Changeling, What Lies Beneath, uh, Bloodbath at the House of Death, uh, so many more. And I think uh, that what I read, they watched over 130 horror movies to do their research for Scary Movie 2. That is a lot of horror movies. That's, because... a lot. That's probably as much as I've just seen in general. Yeah, you know? I... I think Scary Movie 2, I don't know. It, it's hard to say because Scary Movie 2 starts out really well parroting the scene from The, the Exorcist. Exorcist with James Woods pulling up to the house and doing it. and Playing and Father try. McFeely. Yes, like, like Father McFeely over here. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked it. And then it kind of goes off the rail. But I do think Scary Movie 2 has the best character in mm-hmm. Chris Elliott <laughs> and the caretaker. Take my little hand, take, take my take strong, strong hand. hand. That character just in general made me laugh so hard. And I, I think scary movie two isn't as funny because it is very rushed. It's not as, it's not as sharp with the parodies, mm-hmm. but <laughs> this character is just so good that I, that I did love it. Now, do, do you are you aware? Because I I didn't even name all the stuff that it's referencing. But is, is Chris Elliott's character the strong hand guy? Is that a reference to another movie, or is that just a character? I don't know. I I don't know either way. I think it was just probably made up for the movie. <laughs> yeah. I think. And of all the things from Scary Movie lore and the Scary Movie series, I feel like his strong hand character is the only thing that that is like carried on into like TikToks and gifs mm-hmm. and like Twitter and stuff. Yeah. No, nobody's referencing like Waza, but they're like, take my strong hand. <laughs> yeah. This hand's too weak. I take my strong hand. <laughs> uh, just that care because and I read off a bunch of movies that I haven't seen. I've seen a lot of them, but not all of them. So maybe, but to me, like there's just funny standalone gags that that character could be in a lot of stuff. Yeah, not necessarily, but there's always like the creepy caretaker or butler, but just like the gag of of the tension between him and David Cross, a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> and they're like, I'm just going to be the bigger man and walk away, <laughs> walk like they, just that back at the tension of the guy who has the small hand and the guy whose legs don't work. Just <laughs> funny to me. 
Yeah. So I, I'll be honest. I, I watched these back to back like you did. Mm-hmm. And I, I paid more close attention to Scary Movie 1. Yeah. And then Scary Movie 2 was on near me. So yeah. I, I did watch it, but I it didn't hold my attention as well as Scary Movie 1 did. Mm-hmm. I will say that Scary Movie 2 for me is an improvement on Scary Movie 1. I like this one better than Scary Movie 1. Uh, Do you? Why yeah, is that? that? I don't maybe I saw it more when it came out and just hit me at the right time, but I just I love the characters. I think it's all silly and there's a bunch of references that you can or cannot get and it's still funny either way. I do think it is um, less, quote unquote, mean spirited, if you will. Mm-hmm. There's not a doofy character there. There's no there. There's no trans individual being mocked or anything like that. Yeah, it's just more of a wholesome. It's still gross. It has like, 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 like the pee pee poo poo humor in it. Yeah, but it seems less mean this time mm-hmm. around. Not saying that that the first one meant to be mean, but it, it, it seemed more wholesome i guess if that's yeah. the right word um i i will say that and we have some like somewhat major stars uh the, uh, who's the guy that plays the professor tim curry tim curry is like yeah i mean I, he's I, not I the for... world's biggest star but you're like oh tim curry's in this like tim curry pennywise muppets treasure island mm-hmm. <laughs> it A clue yeah clue you've got him in uh Home Alone 2, Law Lost in New York. Would yeah. you like to make it with your stolen credit card? <laughs> but like him being in it, and I, I read that his character, uh, or no, uh, not his character. Let's go back to the opening scene. James Wood's character? James Wood's character was actually supposed to be Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah, I read that too, where Marlon Brando did shoot like a lot of the scene, and, and, and he loved it. But yeah. he got really, really sick and had to have it uh, had to be replaced. The demon exercised. <laughs> uh, then was uh, also they were uh, they were going to play uh, Charles. They're going to have Charleston, Charlton Heston play that character. And then even uh, according to Wikipedia here, former presidential uh, president Bill Clinton was going to be asked to play that. Char- I can't see him doing this at all. <laughs> demon be gone. Yo. Oh. Let me get in there with you, demon. Hillary, we're going to get in. <laughs> what are we going to do? Uh, but James Woods paid a million dollars for four days of work. Uh, a great opening uh, parody. I, I had to look and see if the mom was not the mom from The Exorcist because I was like, this lady looks a lot like Reagan's mom. <laughs> I thought it was too, but it, it's, it's a very close lookalike. Yeah. Um, I also, I forgot that Andy Richter says the N word while singing mystical a couple of and times. I was, I was like, I was like, Oh, okay. But I get, you know, the movie was written by the Wayans brothers and a couple other people. So it's, and like, does Keenan, it age? Well, no, and then but Keenan it's also, Ivory Wayans, one of the Wayans brothers, of course, also black directed it. So he's like telling him to do it. It's like in white chicks when they're in the car and they're like, <laughs> and, and they sit and they say the N word and all the other white girls like, what you can't say it. he's like not if there's none around and they all start saying it and you're like all right <laughs> it's funny because of the context but still it caught me off guard to hear andy richter saying it yeah and the, a long piss taking <laughs> a long piss and see i think what you said i immediately i think even though scary movie 2 is a little more quote-unquote boring and drags a little more i think i did laugh more at scary movie 2 
mm-hmm. because uh, <laughs> of the pacing and him being like, oh, who let the horse out? And just like <laughs> all these little non sequitur comments that were really, really funny. <laughs> just her ping and then them vomiting on each other, just going back and yeah. forth. It's so juvenile, but I'm like, ha ha, comedy yeah. will never be better. Well, and then the mom uh, takes the Reagan character, uh, Megan is what her name is in the movie, and rubs her face in the piss, much like a dog. <laughs> and like, no, none. It's a hit with the newspaper. It's, yeah. And, the, and Megan, uh, the Reagan character, is played by Natasha Leone. Yeah, from uh, Russian Dolls. She's also in the American Pie series as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get the uh, your mother's in here, and he's like, "Mom, could you get out of there?" I remember <laughs> yeah, no, that from the commercial. Yeah, <laughs> uh, re- but yeah, great par- opening parody. Was it just me, or did you? I don't know if it was in the third one, but I I could have swore. Do you remember the commercial for one of the scary movies? where it's Michael Jackson under the uh, under like the others, like that movie, the others where they're mm-hmm. like, honey, I am your daughter. It's like, Hoo-hoo! do you remember that? I think I do remember Michael three. Jackson being in one, but I, I that three, four, five, I might as well have not have seen them. Yeah. There's only a few things I remember from three, but I think it may have been in three because I think the others came out in 2001. So it was too new to parody. Yet. Yeah. You got to give it some time. Yeah. Um, they get the, the, I guess the premise of the class, the, uh, they're in a class college class and, uh, the professor Tim Curry, uh, is trying to recreate a ghost or capture a ghost. I don't, I wasn't really too sure on the plot. I just know that there's a bad guy ghost. They needed to go to a house that was haunted for research to see if they could, mm-hmm. I guess may make contact with a ghost. But I just remember them going through the painting like, well, that's big. Well, that's Kane. And, and that's Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of those like those parody movies where it's like, boom, boom, boom. Here's here's a joke. You may laugh at it. You may not. But we're on to the next one. I remember uh, from, from watching this the other night. I <laughs> One scene I remember very vividly is the is the eating scene. I remember oh, that yeah. where there's all just where he's just okay. He's got to stir it up with, with, with my little hand. Got to do <laughs> Give it. Give it a nice whip. And of course, the gag is he's touching everything with his little hand. Which yeah. I, I don't want you to touch my food with your regular hand. <laughs> but for some reason, they're grossed out that it's a little hand. Well, everybody intimidated by the turkey, but you just gotta <laughs> really, really just put it right up in there. <laughs> he just fucks the turkey in front of them. <laughs> and then he ruins the dessert and he's yeah. like oh well, i got this like do you have tim curry's like do you have anything that you did not personally <laughs> prepare he's like i got this dessert and then he's like oh no and then <laughs> my germs my germs <laughs> so oh it's so good and then the one the most dated reference that i could see in this that was so obscure like was up was still pretty like you you could show somebody and they could like figure it out mm-hmm the scene where they're all playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. That is a very, very specific commercial parody. Yeah. That unless you know it, you're like, what the hell is happening in this? I scene? also think it's still funny. Just like them getting so close to the face or to the yeah. camera with their faces. But yeah, it's, it's weird. Like some of the parodies they chose to do are co- commercials where it's not like, the like commercials are 
you could parody them, but they're not part of the major pop culture the way Home Alone is or something, you know, like. Yeah. So when when that basketball comes down the stairs, they start playing basketball and they get close to the camera and like the wheelchair spinning around mm -hmm. with David Cross. You're like, I remember I had to think for, I was like, oh, that was a commercial. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. But anybody watching it new, they're not going to put two together unless, unless they go on IMDb. Yeah. And be like, oh, that was a parody of the Nike commercial. Mm hmm. Uh, the, another here's a standalone gag that I wrote down. Um, and I, I'll have to ask you, Gavin, it was this a standalone gag was just the parrot that talked shit the whole time. Is that a reference to anything? I don't think so. I think they, they just wanted to make a parrot swear. That's I fucked your mama last night. Like, where <laughs> just, and then he shits on the wall later in the movie. Like, <laughs> like again, just a funny gag that has nothing to do with anything really. Yeah, not at all. And then you've got like the references to Charlie's Angels. And yeah. that is a another specific movie reference. Like, I don't know if anybody rem does anybody remember those Charlie's Angels movies, you think? Uh, I, I mean, I know them, but I never saw them, of course, which is a reference to the show Charlie's Angels, you know? Yeah, I know they tried to reboot it a few years ago with like a different group of angels or something. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, that's a, that's a parody of a movie that hadn't come out for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and there are some lines in this movie that I will just say, uh, with, with no, no reason, but when, when, uh, what's her face is on top of Ray, you, you have to remind me of her name, Regina Hall, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Brenda. Dirty talking. And she's like, I'm a piss in your mouth. I'm a <laughs> shit on these walls. Like, <laughs> I say, I will shit on these walls all the time. Nobody knows what I'm talking about, but I do. You're like, it's from Scary Movie 2. Have you not seen it? <laughs> well, let me pull up the scene for you right now. Yeah, let me. Yeah. But just one of those where I just say it. Nobody else knows what I'm talking about, but it's funny for me. I just remember the strong hand, little hand stuff. Mm -hmm. And then also like like the, the, the food scene and then the splooge in the in the freezer room which apparently was a reference to hollow man with which I read somewhere that that was a hollow man reference, but I don't, I don't, I've never seen hollow man all the way through. I can't imagine Kevin Bacon splooged all over the place. In hollow <laughs> man. Um, what, uh, we got the, what lies beneath. We got the poltergeist, uh, shorty, uh, brought a, a, a whole pot plant with him on this weekend. Yeah. Trip. <laughs> And yeah, the, the, the pot plant tries to find it and starts smoking him. Oh Wait. shit, son! <laughs> toke, toke me up, toke me up! Like <laughs> uh, you hit it like a bitch. <laughs> I did like the scene where Ray gets captured by the clown, and then the clown tries to get away. Yeah, and just the facial expression of the clown, be like, "Oh, you want to play, huh? All right, get back <laughs> here, get back here!" And the clown's like clawing the ground. And we do get another dated reference with uh, Shorty watching the uh, the Christmas album uh compilation uh, the, the just the whole album compilations being shown on tv of you'll get all these hits like they're all funny song parody titles but just that uh delivery method of advertising a music album on tv seems so dated now that's what i call music volume six that's right we used to get them all the listen kids who listen to this podcast you used to have to get your parents' permission before going online and then sending 20 U.S. dollars plus mm -hmm. shipping and handling to a random place to get your music. Uh, we've we've got, uh, I also love the, uh, 
David Cross's character is also like the the very able disabled guy who's like, no, I can do it myself. I got it. And then he sucks his own dick. He sucks his own <laughs> dick. But I even funnier, I love him. He's like, I'll go upstairs and check. <laughs> and clearly, like you could just make the person that can walk up the steps go and search the ground floor. But he insists on doing it and trying to drag his chair up. And then he's falling down the stairs like, oh, look what the cripple can do. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just I love the character of a guy that's like, I could do it myself. That kind of yeah, that character. So. But overall, I thought it, oh, we also have Tori Spelling having sex with a ghost. Yeah. Which is a ver which apparently had to be cut down considerably. Apparently, Keenan Ivory Wayans said that they to avoid an NC-17, they had to cut some of the ghost sex. Which was weird. And he said that uh, that he felt like it was retaliation because they got away with so much in the first one. Okay. They had to like try to cut back on the second one. But yeah, her her and having ghost sex and being like on the ceiling and the walls like uh, like Tina from Nightmare on Elm Street. It was funny. Yeah. Then the ghost smoking the cigarette and like mm-hmm. leaving afterwards. And the same walls that I will shit on. You will shit on those walls. And I also know that a funny part that I thought was kind of uh, when Cindy uh, fights the cat for no reason, <laughs> like, yeah, because it's always a, a cat scare in a movie. But then then she just gets her ass whooped by this boxing cat for no reason. What did you think of the relationship between her and Buddy played by Chris Masterson of Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, it was one of those where it was like you got to have some kind of love story in most movies. So then you Mm kind of get it in this movie, but it's not at all. It's, Oh, you gotta be, you gotta be my friend. So then he's like, uh, look out a cup. And I, I love that dynamic of he's not getting how you are friends with a woman. Cause he's, he's treating her the same way you would treat a guy like, Oh, so this Mexican chick was tongue in my balls. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Funny dynamic. Yeah. Overall, uh, how did this movie end? Because I cannot remember because they have to fight the ghost. And how did they beat the ghost at the end? Uh, They get the ghost on like the teleportation pad thing Mm -hmm. and somehow zap him. I don't know. It doesn't matter uh, really. (laughs) And then it it cuts to a couple months later when they're at school and the small hand guy is serving hot dogs. And he's like, (laughs) I've come to get you, child. (laughs) Uh, I do remember we, that. And at the end, we get more Roadhead with Shorty uh, <laughs> with the bag over the lady's head. The, the <laughs> with like the ugly ghost lady or whatever. Yeah. 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 This movie has a lot of Roadhead and people getting hit by cars because That's of Roadhead. Right. Roadhead uh, is very dangerous. If you're ever offered Roadhead, just say no because you will hit somebody. It's, yeah. Don't do that. Especially if you're a bus driver or something like that. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine being on that bus? God damn, like, sir. <laughs> I know she did not have her fare, but yeah. you do not have to get roadhead in front of all of us. I'd like to, <laughs> I just missed my stop. I'm late my for stop. work now. <laughs> this is my stop and this is where you get off. Come on, folks. <laughs> I read that on a Laffy Taffy, actually. <laughs> I also do love the gag of their pointing like the blacklight cameras on David Cross and he's got all the jizz on his face. But <laughs> he's like, are my glasses crooked? When clearly <laughs> they are so crooked on his face. <laughs> Um, that this series, or at least I think the first one was supposed to be called shriek. If you know what I did last Friday, the 13th, no, that's not, that's another parody. We need to talk about 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the original title. So the script for the first uh the, the script for the first scary movie was actually a combination of two scripts that Dimension Films bought in 1998. One was Last Summer Ice Cream because Halloween fell on Friday the 13th, written mm-hmm. by the Wayans brothers and Phil Bowman. And then Scream If You Know What I Did Last Halloween by Jason Freeberg and Aaron Seltzer. Now, Jason Freeberg and Aaron Seltzer are referred to as the two of the six writers of Scary Movie who would go on to make those shitty like date movie and epic movie. Yeah. Uh, however, their scripts were like the one that they use like the least parts of, but because they bought it, they still got credit for it, mm-hmm. basically. So this is two scripts smashed together, and then the Wayans kind of did like an overall rewrite as well. Yeah. So. Um, and then uh, I get any other final thoughts on Scary Movie Two? Scary Movie Two is okay. I think I did probably laugh more at it just because of Chris Elliott being amazing and seeing Tim Curry in the movie, mm-hmm. but. I, I like it, but like it, it's it's less memorable than the first one. And I watched it two days ago. <laughs> I guess it's memorable to me because it was one of those that I it hit the right spot. Just and, hit it. Uh, yeah, I just like I like the characters. I like the movie. Is it the best? Definitely not. But it's one of those where I was like, oh, I don't hate watching this. Yeah, Chris Chris Elliott makes that movie. Without Chris Elliott, it'd be a it'd be a big stinker for sure. Now, how do you feel overall about? Uh, I guess parody movies in general. I think if they're done well, they're very funny. Mm-hmm. I think that a movie like The Naked Gun and Airplane hold up so much better these days. Mm-hmm. Or a movie, or even like Hot Shots or Hot Shots Part Two. Those are parody movies that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think those hold up better because they are more of an they're they're more broad in what they're parodying Mm -hmm. it's and that's why people can watch those movies in the the year 2022 or whenever and they're still funny as opposed to scary movie that are so that that they're so fixed in time as these time capsules that if you were not there you're probably not gonna get it yeah it's one of those where we got to get this out quick because in another year people might not get these references yeah, and then two years later, three years later, you're like, I don't understand what this is parodying. And I can't even imagine what, like, Scary Movie 4 or 5 were trying to make fun of. Saw. Or, or trying to, like, watch that now. I also saw that they did a, uh, I was just looking at, on IMDb as I was, like, scrolling through. Uh, the Wayans Brothers did do a movie called, like, A Haunted House. I think in, it was like, just Marlon Wayans, but yeah. Yeah, I, yeah but it was, like, in 20, 2013, something like yeah. that where they parodied like paranormal activity and things mm-hmm. like that. It's way, like, that's a genre that the, the Wayans brothers have gone to a few times, like a, a movie that I love that they've done is don't be a menace to South central while drinking your juice in the hood. It's like, uh, there's something about parody movies that they do really well. And every once in a while you get those genre parody movies, you know? Yeah. So I, I like parodies when they're done well, but what happened was Scary Movie became successful. Yep. And then you have these two of the six writers who would go on to make just these garbage movies of like date Meet movie. The Spartans. I don't epic. know if they did that, but yeah. They did. I, I believe they did like Epic Movie, Date Movie, Meet the Spartans. They did like a Fast and the Furious parody as well mm-hmm. that went like straight DVD. And it's it's less parody and more like, look at this reference we can make that's vaguely associated. So it's not even really yeah. parody anymore. It's just shitty joking. Mm-hmm. 
uh here's some uh when when you i googled uh horror parody and a lot came up was horror comedy which is not that at all uh but here's some horror parodies and what i referenced to before shriek if you know what i did last friday the 13th i have seen that one and that was funny oh it was okay yeah it stars uh tiffany amber Thiessen, tom arnold shirley jones and coolio Mm -hmm. i remember that being on usa a lot uh here's one that i should see because i figured i'd like it given the cast and the subject matter but dracula dead and loving it i've never seen that one either i have not seen that either leslie nielsen uh mel brooks steven weber um we've also got club dread that's a fairly newer and by newer i mean it's probably 15 years old now but in I my think head it it's like, newer i think it's like 2007 2000 because that was by broken lizard who did super troopers yeah and the, mm. the one of my favorite gags from that movie i remember not liking it when i saw it the first time i should give it a rewatch but the killer keeps coming back and eventually, like his bottom, his legs are cut off, but he's still coming back. Oh, yeah. Like it's that that parody, that trope of they always come back. Um, and we have Saturday the 14th, uh, which I've not seen, uh, but I've seen the poster for. So how could you not parody that as well? Exactly. Uh, overall, do you have a favorite kill from Scary oh, Movie? Yeah. Well, here, here's another parody that we should oh, talk about. Uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I've never seen any of the Abbott and Costello. I've never it's, seen it's any real, of those. And I don't know if you would even consider it a parody, but uh, I love Abbott and Costello. Um, my favorite kill. I, I didn't even write one down, to be honest, because I this is a different type of movie. But uh, let's go with the tiny hand guy getting hit by the car. I think for me, the favorite kill was the Shannon Elizabeth getting her head cut off and still talking shit. And scary. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We like, didn't even talk about that. That's covers a lot of tropes. Yeah. In the genre. I, yeah. Where she's like, I bet I'm going to run away and break my leg now. Right. Crack. And you're like, mm-hmm. and you're going to cut my head off now. Right. Ah, okay. So yeah. that was funny. Um, Oh shit. Moment for me is the, gym teacher balls falling out okay i was like i because i had forgotten it and then i was i had forgotten it but then as i got to the scene i was like wait a second oh no what's gonna (laughs) and then showing this to to my college professor girlfriend who does a lot of stuff like a lot of research on lgbtq rights and stuff Mm -hmm. i'm like oh no please don't think less of me i have to watch this for a podcast and it was my suggestion it was brent's (laughs) it was brent brent's the brent's the bad one brent's the bad one overall because you watched it with stephanie who had never seen either one of these yeah what did she think of these movies um she thought they were funny but problematic yeah. She's like, there's some funny stuff. She fell asleep during the second one, though. Um, and it's it's weird. Like, comedy in general, I think it ages the worst. Yes. Unless there are certain things, like, one that comes to mind is, like, Christmas Vacation. I'm sure there are jokes that don't really hit anymore. But it's it's really, when you go back and watch older comedy ones, unless, like, if you saw it with fresh eyes, you're like, this doesn't really... Yeah. work for me and also when it's a reference movie these are reference movies you yeah know? absolutely 
I know Ace Ventura got a lot of shit in recent years because of Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Mr. Winky. Yeah, and all of that stuff. So, yeah, going back and revisiting comedy from your childhood, just leave the memories alone. Mm -hmm. Just assume it was fine. Don't go back and rewatch it and find all the new problems. And I think it's it's hard to... I, I know I've, I've been harping on the whole episode because I want to seem like a really good person, uh, but it's it's hard to go back and, and watch me saying with and put yourself in the mindset of when they came out. So when oh, scary yeah. movie came, when scary movie came out, it was perfectly fine and everybody loved it. Mm -hmm. So and we're almost to the end of the episode, but I will say, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, my oh shit moment was uh, when she got ejaculated. Oh, uh, to the ceiling, which time? <laughs> to the, from door. the window to the walls. <laughs> All these females crawl, <laughs> crawl. Uh, and if if you if you like this movie, either one of these, what what else should people check out? Because I named some, but some I had yeah. never seen before. I think if you want to go, not okay. So clearly, you want to go if you like parody movies like Naked Gun, Airplane. Mm -hmm. Those if you like parodies. Um, one that I really like that's a really good parody that's incredible. Uh, Dude Bro Party Massacre Three. It is okay. there are there there is no one and two. Mm -hmm. It's Dude Bro Party Massacre Three. It's hilarious. It's like a send up of like the slasher genre. It's so funny and so well done. It's done by the Five Second Film guys on YouTube. Okay. But it's just an incredibly stupid, funny, really funny movie. And then this other one is a Netflix series. If you like like true crime lifetime parodies. Uh, Kristen Bell was in this one on Netflix earlier this year called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Okay. It is an incredible satire parody of those true crime shows and like the Lifetime channel stuff. And some people started watching it not knowing it was a parody at first. <laughs> and then things would happen and you're like, what the hell is a show? Like one of my friends, uh, she started watching it and didn't know. She's like, Gavin, what the, what the hell is this show? I go, it's a satire. It's not mm -hmm. real. It's like, well, that makes so much sense because I was <laughs> on board. She's like, why should she keep dropping all these casserole dishes? There's like a running <laughs> gag with casserole dishes yeah. and stuff. Uh, but if you've never seen that, I highly recommend The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Uh, and people not understanding satire, that's just a foreign concept to me. Yeah, everybody always gets your videos. So that's I don't true. understand how they couldn't get it. Uh, I will say uh, check out uh, if you like these types of movies, uh, for like the Wayans Brothers reference, this isn't horror. This is straight parody. But like I said, uh, don't be menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. I find that funny. Um, not another teen movie kind of came out the same time. And that's parodies a fun one. A mm -hmm. lot of the same stuff still holds up. Uh, would you put Shaun of the Dead into this parody or is this a comedy? Is that more of a comedy horror? I think you could put Shaun of the Dead in there because mm -hmm. I think recommending comedy horrors aren't a bad thing. But Shaun of the Dead is a, it's a great satire and parody of the zombie genre. Mm -hmm. So I think Shaun, I think you could easily watch Scary Movie and then watch Shaun of the Dead back to back and be perfectly fine. Like, I think Shaun of the Dead is just a s more superior than just a parody movie. You know what I'm yes, saying? I think it, it, it is just it is much better than Scary Movie in every mm -hmm. regard the 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 jokes hold up better the the cast is more quote-unquote likable mm -hmm. and it's got a better story and it's yeah. just i think it's i think it's more quotable 
because oh, I sure I just referenced the other day how Twitter's kind of in a shit show right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how horror fans are dealing with it. Like, we're, we're go go to Winchester, have a pint and wait for this <laughs> all to blow over. So <laughs> yeah. I, I love. Yeah. So, yeah, Shaun of the Dead is definitely one that, that you should check out. And maybe the king of uh, comedy movies, it's debatable. King of parody movies, maybe uh, would be Young Frankenstein. I like it enough. No, uh, God damn, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like it. And I, 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 I've seen like the, the stage play musical version, okay. and I've seen part of the movie. I, I do think so it's you funny. haven't even seen the whole goddamn movie. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Is that Gene Wilder? Is he in that? Yeah, Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I think it's all right. Putting on the Ritz. Is that the one with the? Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. Okay. It's just a good movie. I like yeah. it. And I go probably. Yeah. I saw it uh, probably formative years, and it really hits the spot for me as well. Everything just hitting the spot for this episode. Young well, I didn't choose this episode. So. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. Um, do we have to talk about anything else before uh, we get to our, what we're talking about next week? Leave some reviews for us. Yeah, that'd uh, be great. Go go ahead and leave some reviews wherever you li- listen to us. Uh, uh, Apple Podcast is the most popular. You can also leave us a review on if you're listening on your Android device and you listen on Podcast Addict. You can listen, uh, leave Stitcher, a review there. I don't know if you can leave reviews on there, but we're on that as well. I can't even check the stats on Stitcher, but we're there. We're there. Um, also, Spotify, I think you can leave like a positive thing on that as well. Mm-hmm. But but we appreciate everybody who listens to the show. Uh, we love you so much. When people say that, I, I saw a review recently that said, uh, this is my favorite podcast. I look forward to every every new episode every week and i'm like holy shit we're your favorite podcast there's so many podcasts that, i know <laughs> that could be your favorite and we're your favorite holy thank you so much for saying yeah, yeah. that that makes you so feel so good um and it makes brent feel better i guess i don't know how you yeah. feel i can't feel much better than i already feel baby <laughs> oh shit uh so yeah leave us some reviews and uh we love you for it and then what are we watching next week brent well here's the thing gavin we're, we're gonna watch the thing is what we're watching so oh nice segue my uh so it's getting colder out there some of you may mm-hmm. have been experiencing snow there may be some snow on the ground when you listen to this but if you will never Grimley's lurking outside in the shed <laughs> he's got diabetes you gotta <laughs> you gotta test your blood and that dog won't quit barking for no reason no but we are we are gonna watch the thing one of my favorite john carpenter movies one of my favorite kurt russell movies one of my favorite horror movies. So I'm so excited to cover the thing. And we'll, so be sure to watch the thing this week. Then we'll be back next week to cover it. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you.